Hey guys, okay, so listen, have you ever been told by somebody or read somewhere, I don't care if it's a meme or an inspirational quote or in a book or something like that, wherever you got the information from, maybe it's your mom, have you ever been told after something has happened to you that wasn't particularly great perhaps, have you ever been told, well, you shouldn't have let it happen? Which of course sounds an awful lot like victim shaming on the surface. And have you ever thought to yourself on that thought, well, you have a point. The reason why I said mom is that when I was growing up as a teenager, things that happened to me that I didn't like, usually socially related, a friend or a relationship or something, if my mom got wind of it, her answer was always, you shouldn't have let that happen. Furthermore, it's your own fault. Now, she wasn't necessarily just trying to make me feel bad. Like, you know, it's your fault. She was trying to teach me in her own little boomer way that there's a certain amount of self-responsibility in what you allow, in what you allow to happen to you, and what you allow people to do to you. And on the surface, that does sound logical, wouldn't you say? And of course, that's not just my mother, but you hear that a lot. You know, certainly therapists and psychologists will tell their patients that all the time, that you are at the end of the day, the one responsible for what happens to you. But I'm here today to ask you, and I want to challenge you, have you been able, probably not, but have you been able to discern when something has happened to you that is truly completely out of your control and when it's something that you could have done something about? And furthermore, I'm going to take it to the next level and try to say that there are times when, in fact, I think there's many times when not only could you not do anything about it, I don't think you were supposed to. I, I think that is how it needed to go. Now, I'm starting all of this with a lot of open-ended, you know, polarized type of concepts and ideas here. And it sounds like just a bunch of wishy-washiness. I do actually have a point. Um, <laughs> and it's steeped in the idea, okay, that we cannot give ourselves unrealistic expectations on how we handle difficult things, difficult moments, events, difficult people. And that unrealistic expectation that I'm talking about is the idea that we shouldn't have allowed it. We can't just chalk everything up to we shouldn't have allowed it. That is a lesson, perhaps. But if we say this, we understand that we can say it to everything. You can keep going back a step, back a step, back a step. Okay. Now, Absurd things like getting hit by a meteor. Granted, that'll kill you, but you could think there's no way I can do anything about that. I'm winding my own business and a meteor hit. Okay. For some reason, if the meteor didn't kill you because it was small, that's probably something that everyone would argue you couldn't have done anything about. This is not your own doing. There's no way you could have known. But the human psyche can still say, I shouldn't have gone out that day. I had a strange feeling about something. Maybe I should have just stayed home. Maybe I shouldn't have gone out to eat. I should have cooked at home. Maybe that was, that's what this means. We can find meaning and symbolism in everything, even getting hit by a meteor, which is absurd, like I said, but that's the whole point. Most of the time, the vast majority of the time, we don't have absurd situations. What do we have? We have difficult moments with people. We have difficult moments in life, things that happen circumstantially. But at the same time, if we are, if we're sort of ingrained with the idea and indoctrinated into the idea that, well, I shouldn't have allowed it, I think we have to find a balance with that because while it's true, 
and is espoused by many therapists, like I said, and including my mother. Um, we take it too far, trying to be as self-responsible as possible to avoid having a, you know, a victim mentality. And I think we go the opposite direction. That's kind of the whole crux and point of today is finding our balance and understanding that our balance is going to fluctuate day to day. Okay. Now I mentioned victim mentality. If you listen to this podcast enough, you know that I'm very much against the victim mentality. There are shit that has gone down in our lives that has completely fucked us up and that we had nothing to do with, or rather we certainly didn't deserve it. And we, we, we it just came out of nowhere, perhaps. Okay. Or at the very least, it was just not, it wasn't truly justified in any way. And it was wrong and it hurt us. Again, meteors aside, extreme things, especially profound abuse, especially of the physical or sexual kind, but also the mental kind. Abuse is not something that we can blame ourselves for. And we should not blame ourselves for. We are victims of that. But the victim mentality, to me, the way I'm meaning it, the way I'm trying to describe it is when everything that happens to you that you don't like, you see as you're a victim. So some of you, including myself, have gone the opposite and said, well, I'm going to take some responsibility. I'm not going to make everything into I'm a victim. I'm going to make things into what could I have done differently? What did I allow? That friend who always seems to just need something from you, and they don't seem particularly interested in what you need or what your concerns are in a given day or how they can help you or what's fun for you. That friend, quote unquote, everything you do is what they want. Everything you do that's fun is what they consider fun. And you might have genuine good times with them at times, but for the most part, this is a one-sided friendship. Okay. You can wake up to that and go, I've allowed this. This friend might not even be overtly malicious, you know, not evil, but has a bad habit and you've allowed it. That's a situation where you think, I'm not going to allow it anymore. And you have to reassess that friendship, whether you want it, whether it can be changed in any way, or you're going to walk away from it. That's a pretty normal thing. But again, that, that, you know, doesn't talk about extremes like abuse and meteors. But what I'm saying is this is the most common thing that we experience. And so we get into that mentality and we go, that makes sense. I like that. I'm not going to let my friend sort of walk all over me or whatever term you want. Um, I'm going to take responsibility for, um, for what I am allowing. And then we have discussions about boundaries. We have discussion about asserting yourself and about saying no. These are normal things and they're healthy. However, I think some of us go too far and we start into the habit, the sort of mental knee-jerk response to a difficult situation. Again, normally these are interpersonal things. You go too far into something and then your knee-jerk response when something has gone that you don't like, something has gone wrong, something has made it difficult for you, sad, angry, hurt, your response is, well, I just shouldn't have allowed it. If you do that too much, it's sort of an inverted victim mentality. You think to yourself, I'm the victim of myself constantly. And that is another form of sort of self-hate, just like victim mentality, um, but it's just a different flavor of it. And that's what I'm trying to encourage you to avoid. Don't think that you're being so righteous by taking responsibility for everything. And finding that balance is important because if you have been doing this and you go back the other way and swing the pendulum the other direction and think everyone's out to get me, I do nothing wrong and they keep fucking with me, 
I'm a victim. Oh, now you're back to victim mentality. I'm urging you to find your balance because everybody talks about one thing or another. And when we mention balance, when we mention that life exists in the gray areas, people get uneasy, that's uncomfortable, that's not finite, that doesn't make us feel secure, okay? Everything from political opinions and social opinions to how we handle ourselves and how we manage our own behavior, we don't like gray area. We don't like morality to be gray. We don't like, you know, our interests to be gray. We don't like our differences to be gray. We're very good as humans in polarizing things. So something as simple as, am I genuinely, have I been genuinely victimized here out of the sky, out of nowhere, something I did not see coming. And even if I did, it still was out of my control or that I allow something. And if I did, maybe I can tweak that and bring myself into a boundary that makes sense for me. That's a balanced mentality. Trying to find that, you know, well, that balance. Now, if you have a friendship or interpersonal relationship with somebody and it's going fine with just the occasional normal disagreements, then great. You may not have to worry about this. But when you're trying to assess this relationship that I have, romantic or, or just a friend or professional relationship, this relationship is causing me stress. It's causing me some kind of negative feeling. I don't like it. Okay. What do we do about it? Okay, that's what I'm talking about right there. When you're looking at the situation to try to fix it. And I am coming from a, a very personal spot here because my tendency is to go not to the victim mentality. My tendency is to go towards the, you know, my responsibility. I allowed this mentality. At first, it was a comforting thing. You know, I'm not saying necessarily that it all stemmed from being a teenager with my mother, but it probably does. That's probably the impetus of it all. Let's just be honest. But over the years, I've told myself that it's very rational and reasoned and, and logical to be only look inward. What am I responsible for? That is a good way to be. But acknowledging the things that you could not have really done anything about or that you did the best you could with the type of person that who you were at that time, you handled it the best you could. Arguably, you handled it the way you needed to. And it caused you some problems. You, quote, allowed something. But just because something is negative and it happened and you claim that you shouldn't have allowed it, it doesn't mean necessarily that you could have stopped it. I know it sounds odd because it's everything, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But there are some things that you just needed to do. That was the path you were on. And it didn't end up great. And whatever reason... Um, you found yourself in, usually it's a cycle, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but you found yourself in a cycle. You didn't like it. And eventually you said, well, all right, this is my own responsibility. I shouldn't have allowed it. However, there are so many instances where you have to just realize you couldn't have. And that's where forgiveness comes in. When you look back and think, I couldn't have. Yeah, I can tell that I should have, but I didn't. And when you put yourself in this poisonous cycle of, I should have known better. I allowed things. I shouldn't have allowed it. This is all my fault. That is just as poisonous as everyone's out to get me. I do nothing wrong and everybody's always hurting me. You don't need to get revenge. You don't even need to get any type of justice. You know, and again, I'm not talking about extreme things, guys. Illegal things and profound abuse. Uh, those are slightly different subjects to say the least. 
I'm talking about just the day-to-day interpersonal things you may have. And it could be a, a, a romantic relationship that did not end well um, and you're bitter and hurt about it and all that. I think we can all relate to that. Regardless, there's you've got to find your balance. And it's not just one thing either. It's not just, well, in this relationship that is now over, uh, I'm completely at fault. I shouldn't have allowed any of this. Or I'm completely the victim and I was abused the entire time and I was uh, taken for granted or whatever. It's not just A or Z on all of it. Every detailed circumstance, every interaction that you had in the relationship could vary. You could be a victim in one case and you could have allowed something that you shouldn't have allowed. Now, by the way, that's a parenthesis. Uh, another discussion is your own genuine mistakes, your own genuine um, behaviors that are problematic that you victimize somebody. I know it sounds like a tough term, guys. Bear with me. I'm not trying to say or suggest that you have hurt someone and abused them. You might have, I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but let's say you did something that was reckless or careless or insensitive, okay? It's possible. Mostly I'm talking about things that you feel have been done to you that you felt like I could have done something about that. I could have stopped it before it got to that point. Yeah, and if you take that lesson and and move forward and try to benefit from that lesson, cool. But I think the scariest part for me anyway, is that not only do I think (laughs) that it's not always the case where you can say, I allowed this, I shouldn't have. You can't do that every time. But on top of that, there are some things that I believe based on my experiences with myself and then others is that you're going to repeat certain behaviors that have caused you problems. You're going to do it. You're going to behave certain ways in interpersonal relationships that historically have, in your mind anyway, have been things that l- allow people to hurt you. You're going to do them again. And not all of them are bad. You're going to open up to somebody. You're going to be vulnerable. You're going to be honest. Uh, you know, brutally honest. Like this is usually about yourself is where that vulnerability comes in when you're honest about yourself. And you're going to try. You're going to give a damn. You're going to try for that friendship or that relationship. And you know full well, had I not allowed it, had I not been so vulnerable, had I not allowed them to get into this and that, I wouldn't have gotten hurt. So therefore, I'm not going to do that again. No, you're you're going to. I bet on it. And the world needs you to. When it comes to being vulnerable and trying to cultivate interpersonal relationships that are positive and fruitful and productive, the world needs you to. It really does. We are, in my opinion, in 2023, right now, we are in a, in a place of extreme social networking and an extreme social void. And I'm not just making that up. Look at the statistics. You can find articles and mentions in psychological studies about the feeling of loneliness and emptiness that most people are feeling at a time when we are historically more connected, literally, than we ever have been as society, as humans, but we feel more alone. That's not just a poetic statement, that's the damn truth. And so if you are worried that you've allowed things and you've allowed people to, to get too far and use you or cause you pain, I don't want you to shut down completely. You will be miserable. There is something about you that makes you want to open up and to be vulnerable. 
and to create and cultivate real relationships with people that matter and that move society and, and f forward and do beautiful artistic things. I don't want you to stop doing that. If you need to adjust your boundaries, yes, definitely. But I don't want you to shut down. So a lesson is not never again, fuck this. I'm never doing that again. There are some cases where that's the, that's true. Again, I keep mentioning the extremes because I don't want anyone to think that I'm being naive here. If you have an extremely abusive relationship and you get away from it, no, you should not spark that relationship up again. That is a fuck it. I'm never going back to that. Absolutely. Okay. And it doesn't even have to be absurdly abusive for you to be like, I'm done. But the vast majority of things we have to stop thinking that we're a complete victim and we have to stop thinking that it's our fault we shouldn't have allowed it. Somewhere in the middle is our balance, is how we feel confident and good about ourselves and our choices. We're not making bad choices when we choose to be vulnerable. We're not making bad choices when we give a relationship multiple opportunities. And that can be a professional one too. Okay? If you're like me, then you worry about severing a relationship because you think, well, maybe it was about to get better whether it's a romantic one or a professional one, maybe, maybe something was about to change. Maybe something was about to get good. And now I'm missing out FOMO, right? I get all of this. I don't want you to stop being vulnerable. And I don't recommend that you stop being vulnerable. I recommend that you adjust your boundaries and understand that with the adjusting of boundaries comes responsibility and bravery. Because when you adjust a boundary, one of the hardest things about adjusting a boundary and setting a boundary with somebody is that you do not need to explain the boundary. And if people don't get it, that says a lot about them. Okay. Now, if your boundary is no one speak to me ever, don't call me, don't DM me, don't text me, don't even speak to me. I'm going to hide in my room for the rest of my life. If that is your boundary, you probably can expect people in your life to worry about you. But again, that's an extreme, which I love to mention for context. But normally, if you have to set a boundary with that professional associate of yours, who is forever needing to borrow your equipment. And it's not that bad, except sometimes it does cause you issues because you need the equipment. And damn, they, just, they don't return it in a timely manner. Sometimes I'm waiting a week on my gear. I think I'm kind of getting used here, whether it's malicious or not. So you're like, no, I need to keep my gear. I'm using it a lot more and I need to keep it now. I can't just have it running out. I need to have it at the ready at all times. That's the most explanation you should give. But you don't even have to. Just be like, not lending out my gear anymore, actually, thanks. Yeah. Oh, why not? Well, that's just a decision that I've made for my business. My gear is uh, not being lent out. If someone stops talking to you or gets angry at you, that's everything you needed to know. Right. We've seen that. We've read that. We know. But don't think to yourself, I allowed this and I'm a bad person. And therefore, I should never allow any type of thing. I should never be generous. I should never be vulnerable. I should never be giving. Don't do that. You generous giving people. We need you. I said it again. We need you. Because everybody is shut down right now, the vast majority. People are hurt. People are feeling broken. People don't think that there's any good left. We need you. So stop blaming yourself for everything you went through. Stop blaming yourself for the marriage that ended. Stop blaming yourself for the relationship and your friendships that you lost and the professional associations that collapsed. Stop always blaming yourself. Look at it objectively. Perhaps you were victimized. Perhaps you allowed it. But somewhere in the middle is your truth. Don't go too far. So just to reiterate and to recap, please, if you're going to be trying to adjust yourself this year and trying to, you know, serve yourself better 
and adjust your behavior so you don't feel like you're losing as often. Losing things, losing time, losing energy, losing love, losing uh, opportunities. If you don't want to feel like you keep losing and you want to adjust some boundaries, please do. But don't go extreme. You don't have to shut everyone out. You don't have to blame yourself for allowing all of this. I will never allow this again. No, one last time, I'll repeat it. I need you to allow it. We need you to allow it. We just need you to know where your boundaries are. That way, those who abuse will get shut down early on. Letting something or someone in, giving them an opportunity to benefit and to be a part of your life in some manner, and you give and they give back is a beautiful thing. Most of us who are labeled givers or, or healers or people who just listen, most of us who are labeled these things, we don't usually, we don't usually shut things down as quickly as we should. Don't let, don't shut everybody out, but shut things down when they become a problem. Set the boundary quickly and go, that didn't work. Keep yourself open. Keep yourself vulnerable. Keep your boundaries ready, but keep yourself vulnerable. Not everything is your fault, guys. Some things might be. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. But at the same time, don't just point the finger at yourself for allowing every single thing that's been bad to happen to you is somehow your fault. Because it really isn't. Statistically, it just can't be.